All right. So, hey, this is uh, Chris with what used to be Express Yourself podcast. Uh, just recently changed the name to uh, Off the Clock. A uh, little side gig I do now uh, outside of work. But I've got a great friend, uh, Pastor David, here with me just to talk about um, one area in his life specifically on uh, about his missions trips. But he's a husband, father, pastor business owner, race car driver. So we're going to have him back on to talk about uh, other things. But tonight just uh, asked him to join me so we could just talk about his heart and uh, missions both uh, in the U.S., but uh, especially in Ecuador. So welcome, uh, Pastor David. Thank you very Um, much, my friend. (laughs) I appreciate I know you got a busy schedule, so I appreciate you jumping on. Uh, but have some questions here that we just want to talk, but really flow from the heart and just speak from the heart. One thing when we first met four years ago was the message that you speak loud and clear about go. Um, and then had the privilege, I think it was two years ago uh, to actually go to Ecuador with you, which still resonates uh, in me. I looked through the pictures, the videos uh, and stuff like that, but you just recently got back. And I want to talk about that trip, but uh, I want to go back to when it started for you. When was your first trip to uh, Ecuador? Okay. Uh, Thanks uh, for having uh, me this evening, by the way, and uh, I counted it an honor to be on here with you, uh, uh, Brother Chris. So, yes, uh, my first trip to Ecuador was back in November of 2014. And, and that trip was led by uh, Will Joyce and Pastor Tyler from Alexandria. They'd been going for mm-hmm. a few years, and they invited me to go. Yeah, Nice. So were you, have you been on missions trips before, or were you just, did they talk about it? How, what piqued your interest on going to Ecuador? Yeah, actually, no, I hadn't been on a mission trip out of, you know, out of the country. I like to, like to say we're always on mission, but as far as a trip, yeah, outside the, the, the country on mission, I I uh, except for in the military when I was in Korea, um, I, I I worked a little bit with the missionaries over there while I was in the military, and nice. so I, I do believe that was a definitely a taste of uh of the sacrifice that they make when they go and live in another country for that that many yeah. years. But uh, no, that was my first uh, official out of the country mission trip in, in that okay. November trip. Yes. And then, so how many years have you been going since uh, 2014? Yeah, I, uh, well, it's been seven years, and and I, I, I the other day I looked at the passport and I, I looked how many sta- how many stamps you know in yes. and out of Ecuador that there is, and it, it's I counted about 25, and I couldn't quite read another one, maybe 25, 26 times. Um, wow. Since since that November trip, and and uh, I thought it was just going to be once a year with with. Yeah. Um, with with brother Tyler and Will because they continue to go once a year, and I thought it'd be once a year, but the but the doors just kept opening, and um and I just entered the them with with Thanksgiving, you know, and so yes, um, and so I I just I'm just thankful. I that that's what I'm truly am. I'm thankful to be able to to return yeah. that many times. Yes. Yeah. No, that's that is amazing, and so um I know we'll talk about it, but. So multiple times, uh, haven't missed a year going to Ecuador. What really kind of pricked your heart uh, when you first went over there? Because I know like my first trip, it was just 
I mean, words can't really describe <laughs> it, but what was there one thing, one place you went uh, when you when you first went to Ecuador? I, I believe, and you're right, There's I, I can't find the words, but I'm going to try, but I think yeah. it's just in the most remote areas that I've ever been in my life and yeah. and sharing the love of Jesus and then it being welcomed that just opened my my, my, my heart and my mind set that uh, this gospel is for everyone, you know, no matter mm-hmm. how high or how low you go. And it just, and so yeah. just, just that, that magnitude of just uh, seeing the lost saved um, in places where I just never thought I'd be able to go. And, and, um, and, you know, and, and just being a servant of Jesus is, is, is what it's about. But that, if, if I answered the question, that that's, that's kind of yeah. what, what, um, yeah, and so it's, and I know we'll get into that maybe a little bit later, but it's kind yeah. of it, it definitely develops and helps uh, when I return here uh, to maintain that mission. Yeah. You know? So yes, yeah, yeah. No, like you said, the the people just are so welcoming. But man, just to see, you know, that hunger over there is is truly amazing. So, yes. um, what different places do you guys go? Is it one place, or do you go to different places throughout Ecuador? when you're on those mission trips? Um, well, you know, we land in Quito, as you know, and then we, we travel to Mbato and then kind of stay there for most of the trip at, at a central uh, location, I guess. And then we, mm-hmm. we travel from there all week or however many days, seven to nine days to Poyo, uh, Mishawaji, the jungle, the rainforest, the uh, Chimborazo, which is the highest elevation in the planet. You, you've been there, so it mm-hmm. feels like you're walking on the moon or something <laughs> up there in that uh, Yats and Putsin and Mocha and other places we've been. I just can't even pronounce. But you yeah. know, as you know, we we, we our, our mission. It seems like is to go to new places, sure, but it's to it's to it's those relationships and, and the discipleship of those that, as we are able to return to these communities mm-hmm. and the families and the churches. Um, it just seems like the last several trips, we're hearing more of these families and churches and communities uh, saying that that our mission has sparked them to have their own mission in their own country, just like we ought to wow. have here, you know. And that's yes. that's what it's all yes. about, because the gospel is all about multiplication. And and um, I, I believe every time uh, we return to these people, every time they see us uh, come up from um, come from the states. And show yeah. up there. It's just, I, I believe it's it's a reminder uh, of the one who was always faithful. You know, th- they yes. may see us every three months, but it's like um, they didn't just see us once. They see us returning to, because I, I know there's a scripture that says uh, to encourage your brother. To uh, I think Paul said mm-hmm. to, um, uh, mm-hmm. you know, to I, I have a scripture in mind. I'm not thinking of it right now, but to, to, uh, I mean, there, there's just nothing like it. And, uh, well, you know, as you know, we go yeah. into prisons and youth prison yeah. and hospital and a couple of orphanages and and just um hard to describe isn't it <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh it is well and i just think of <laughs> you know the simplicity of the american chocolate candy you know i was i was raised up with that but now when you bring a suitcase of chocolate candy how much they appreciate you know it's it's those little things Yes. That we take for granted that they just appreciate. Yes, um, yes, yes. And, and, and the Bible, just, yeah, we've taken 
a couple thousand Bibles there in Espanol. We, yes. you know, we, we've been yeah. buying them from uh, the States here and we found them for the same price over there. So we've taken yeah. just, uh, I mean, we can stay on here for a long time, but there's yeah. one Bible story that I just, I'll never forget. We were in a community up in the mountains and those mountains go up and down. We were down in this community doing a medical mission and, and uh, sharing the gospel, passing out Bibles. And, and we passed out Bibles all day. And we were literally a few miles at another mountain top, or maybe it was a valley. I'm sorry, it was a valley. And uh, we were going through there the next day, just total different area. And I saw these two guys sitting in this meadow area. And I saw a book in his hand. And it looked like, that looks like the Bible we passed out in that community on the other side of that mountain over there, you know, and we walked up to oh, him wow. and, and and this may be kind of hard to say, getting emotional about this, but I said, uh, mm-hmm. we walked up to him and said, where, where did you get that Bible right there? And he said, well, you know, someone brought it to me from that other community uh, the night before. And, and, but the words that he said right here, and uh, he said, I've never, I've never read a book like this in my entire life. I've never, mm. and, and that, <laughs> that right there lets me know that God does things we don't have to know about. <laughs> but yes. he does things even when we don't see it. <laughs> yes. Wow. Wow. And I mean, just how many hundreds of stories like that, you know, yes. since you've been going. Yes, sir. Yep. <laughs> so, and I know this question is, is not limited to a certain place, but do you have one or two, three places like you just must go every time and re- repeat or, or, uh-huh. All of them are special, I'm sure. But do you have any special places? Um, I would say maybe not in any particular order, but my, my Ecuadorian yeah. family, which would be our interpreters, uh, their, their immediate family, uh, Rebecca and Martine yeah. and their families. I mean, they, there's not a trip. Some trips are a little more rushed than others, and sure. I don't get to visit a lot of the people. Some, but I, I make sure whatever it takes to visit, uh, to visit them. Rebecca's dad. It's it's kind of funny the other day. Um, I didn't get I was actually left Ecuador four days ago. But um, the trip before that, which was 30 days ago, I um, <laughs> I, I got my Ecuadorian haircut when before I left. I like to get me a haircut, maybe a shave and, you know, two dollars. Yes. And they don't even expect a, a, a tip. But her dad goes with me. And uh, and the funny part is he told he told us this last trip, he said, I don't ever get a haircut unless David's here. So he waits until, <laughs> until I get there to get a haircut. So, uh, well, well, that's one place with the family. And yeah. um, definitely the orphanages are right yeah. there at the top. Um, there's one we don't go to as often anymore, but uh, Casa de Fe, which we can we can talk about the rest of this podcast mm-hmm. about Casa de Fe. And then um, I, I call Pastor Marco. Uh, I call him my Ecuadorian pastor. And I, mm-hmm. I'm really enjoy preaching and ministering with him and knocking doors. So uh, those are my top three right there. (laughs) I mean, it's a beautiful country and I've been to the, it is literally on the equator, as you know, and you can balance an egg right there and it's the same temperature every day. And I love visiting those kind of places, but I, I find those um, free days are are slowly diminishing. It's it's just all about hitting the ground and mission. No matter if I've flown all night, it's, it's, let's let's go the next morning. Let's let's get out there. So, yeah. Yeah, and that's what, you know, really my first missions trip to high school, we went uh, on one, but no, the first one, it just, I mean, there's so many people, I mean, they're ready to receive this, like the word gets out that David is coming, and so these people are expecting to see it, so it is truly, you know, 
uh, hit the ground running to, to see a lot of people. It's really a great experience. So with that, do you ever kind of track how many people you minister to by each trip or just kind of a guessment? Have you over the, um, what almost was almost 10 years. Do you know roughly how many people? Um, I probably would have a rough guess, but at the first few trips, um, just didn't really, um, do uh, I just I guess at that time I thought counting is just trying to get a you know just trying to do this for a count I'm, I didn't for sure yeah. know if I um, I wasn't exactly keeping track no particular reason but started keeping track in the last two or three years and um, I think it's every trip was in my notes in my phone how many people were either um, saved restored mm-hmm. or encouraged mm-hmm. I, I mm-hmm. found this mission is is definitely about salvation and restoration of of yeah. lost folk or, or backsliders, but the, the encouraging. So um, I think that last trip in November or May, there's three or 400 people many wow. times or minister to. In fact, I could find it in my phone now, but you know, like yeah. in one week or seven to eight days, 700 people can be ministered to because all these church services and communities and revivals outside. Cause Rebecca, she sets these most of these trips she she sets up i mean 99 percent of them she sets these trips up she yeah she sets um as far as getting the gospel in front of many but uh not keeping track in the beginning but definitely uh yeah that, there's that verse i was looking for i just in hebrews 10 24 as far as encouraging is uh and let us consider how to stir up one another to love and good works um one of the greatest things i've heard from uh church folk over there is for them to let me know that the heart of mission that they see in us when we go over there is spark uh, them to uh, do mission, you know, when mm-hmm. we're gone. And so that you can't get better. You know, yes. that's what's so great about the word of God is we, I, we hate to leave there when we leave, but we planted yeah. something that's going to keep on growing, you know, with prayer. And so yes. it's, um, we, we it, you, Chris, you remember those lights we give them that we put them on the oh. fingers and we, and uh, yeah. we've given out thousands of, I just gave some away four days ago. And, and that turned into like a quick message that those lights we give you, the little lights yeah. we put on their hands, they're going to go out. They're going to go out in the next month or two. <laughs> but yeah. but the, the light of Jesus will never go out. He's always yeah. there. And uh, that's just turned into something pretty cool, too. Yeah, that's the second greatest thing they like are those finger lights. So. <laughs> Even the adults, but the adults act like kids yeah. too. Oh, yes. Yeah. That, and, uh, I won't yeah. forget that youth camp we first went to, and you gave them the lights that first night. And yeah, adults, children, man, you yeah. would have thought you gave them a hundred dollar bill apiece. So they loved it. Yes, yes. And, and can I say I don't know how much time yeah. we have, but you know one thing that I know you noticed you were part of it. You did it. It's yeah. when you give out a light, when you give out a toy, when you give out a Bible, when you give out something, it's not here you go, here you go, here you go, here you go. It's taking that time with yes. individuals and, and, and reminding them, let them know literally, let them know with your the love you're showing them that they mean something, that they're not yes. just a number, they're not just another face. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. what is your name? Um, uh, and, uh, yes. and oh, or, or, you know, if you had different colors of something or different different stuff you know what would you like you know it's not yes. just here you go here you go here you go and so i, I believe that speaks as well that uh, yes you know yeah yeah no it's it is truly amazing in it and it is cha- challenging at the same time we go over there to encourage but man 
leave challenged, you know, when we come back to the, the States, you know, and to just what we experienced over there to bring back home and, you know, yes. people just hungry for Jesus. Um, yes. Yeah. So, so yeah. you spared me on my trip. You had me nervous about <laughs> food. Oh, yeah. um, but so, so the, the, I guess the, the main dish or the, the special dish is Guinea pig uh, yes. over there. But do you have kind of a favorite food? Like when I went over there, the fish was really good to me. I, I don't know why, but is there anything that kind of stands out or that you like? Or maybe you like the guinea pig, but uh, uh-huh. thankfully we didn't have to try that. But is, is there anything you like when you go over there? Uh, the, the, whole, the whole fish has become uh, uh, one of my favorites. I mean, because, I mean, that's obviously – one of the most popular is they'll, they'll, they'll cook a whole fish, the entire fish, yeah. but it's just how they cook it. They cook it on yes. wood fire. That's been, um, that's been turned into one of my favorites. Um, and, uh, beyond the Guinea pig, that's definitely, if they, if they make you one of those, you know, you <laughs> sit down and, and they're going to watch you eat it. I mean, you, they've given you a T-bone steak and, and I'll never forget the first time. Well, most of the time I get in trouble by anyone that's with me. Cause I always say, yes, um, uh, we'll take whatever you, you know, cause I want to yeah. be too nice. And, and yeah. they set us on the front row of the church after revival service, and they they brought us a plate full of, of guinea pig, all four of us, and they all sat behind us after service and watched us eat that. So you know you can't hide it in your pocket. You could <laughs> you had to eat the no no the taste to me is not uh, yeah I, I don't like yeah. making fun of their food, but that yes. that taste I, maybe it's just the fact that it's a guinea pig. I don't know, yeah. <laughs> but uh, but uh, yeah, so that's. That's been something, but they, they eat a lot of rice, a lot of soup, a lot of yeah. fish. And, um, yeah. And I, I, I come back, um, feeling better. I mean, I, eat, I eat healthier over there for sure. I, yeah. So, <laughs> but you were talking about the, uh, coming back and returning yes. And, yes. and, um, and, and that back and forth, you know, there's kind of a cultural shock. I don't know if that's even called a cultural shock when you, right. when you see what, what makes people happy there and then you see yes. what 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 makes people happy here or makes people unhappy here that that, yes. that can be kind of a shock coming back and forth uh you know but yeah. i try not to let that make me bitter you know come back here and say you guys are all spoiled and mm. i'd be yes. talking to myself sometimes and you know the, but it does yeah. help to, if i if i wasn't thankful enough for what we have yeah. I, I am i am now and but then at the same time uh, some of these things that God has blessed this country with, some of these things that mm-hmm. that we that we we just hold too much value to these things. I mean, whether we right. have a car or not, most of the people over there we minister to do not have a car. But if yeah. we have a car and lose a car over here, we we thought we, we think we've lost everything, but really, yeah. you know, we haven't lost everything. You know, but as far as being hungry, you you mentioned that about you know we we. You go over there, and, and it definitely seems uh, the people are are more hungry. But sometimes yeah. I question that about the in, in this in this aspect here. Um, it would seem that way for sure because you go over there and you, you minister to five, six hundred people, and maybe two, three hundred get saved, or one. And it would seem mm-hmm. well, they're hungry. Just stay over there. But I know the Bible says that today is the day of salvation. You know, mm-hmm. here and there, and you know, and and I, I believe it's the season of salvation. Um, that it's in season at all times, you know, whether we're yes. here or there. Um, I, I think it's 
it's wherever we are. And so I guess what I'm trying to say, uh, it's actually not as much God's position. I, I believe mm-hmm. it's, it's our position. Um, you know, I go to Ecuador and for 14 to 16 hours a day for seven to nine days, mm-hmm. we're sharing the gospel and God's love, you know, intentional ministry, um, squeezing as many services uh, yeah. and feeding as many people as we can. You know, the disciples were able to, able to leave all. You know, they they left everything. They I don't think they caught any more fish. They didn't do anything. But and so uh, uh, most of us can't leave our and, and just live primitive sure. right now and, and leave our jobs and responsibilities. Um, right. But but I, but I believe that burden um, can still be there. It needs to still be there. You know, I can yes. still have my priorities the way they're supposed to be here. My job, my family, my, uh, my church. And I didn't say that in any particular order. But right. Uh, right. Uh, and still win people to Christ, you know? That's right. Um, I, I always say, if, if I can't win someone, if I can't talk to the Speedway gas station cashier about Jesus, and maybe I maybe I don't belong on the mission field, or maybe my heart, you know, if, if, if I had yeah. to leave to share the gospel, there's, so that's been my right. personal conviction there. Um, and so I, I don't want to be a part-time soul winner. Um, so that is my challenge. That is my, that is my, my daily challenge, my daily burden is, um, or of course is, is that there's hungry people everywhere, you know? Yeah. Uh, so, but I, at the same time, I am so thankful to be given these opportunities, these open doors to, to go to Ecuador. I, I just yes. won't ever. Yep. Yeah, no. And that, and that is so true. And we've talked about that too. You know, our life over here is different with responsibilities versus going over there and just being there intentionally for it. But I mean, you hit the nail on the head even for me, you know, just realizing, though, even in the midst of, you know, my days and work days, responsibility to still share the love of Jesus, to to have the same excitement, you know. Um, But Ecuador, I mean, is just a special place, you know, just uh, great people, beautiful people. It was a privilege and an honor to be able to go over there, Um, but to be challenged, too, because, you know, for me, so many times it it's it's more excuses instead of you know what i need to set aside time to go and do that you know and i'm so thankful um that i did but i mean you just you you challenge everybody um as well like not not a direct challenge but just your testimony you know and and there's a go aren't physically able to go but you know maybe they can buy that back with you or you know maybe there are people that can go and i just Man, I love it. But yes, you have to be prepared to put your running shoes on when you hit the ground over there. Yes, in higher elevation. Uh, and yeah, because I, I don't ever, you know, ask for money or things like that. It, yes. But, but it seems like when I don't or when I just pray, you know, that people will just come to me out of the blue and say, hey, next time you go on a trip, here's this and here's this. Yes. And that's kind of what happened the last couple of weeks. And I literally, yeah. I, I kind of sound like a commercial and I, but I'm, but it's a, it, this is a truthful commercial, but it's whatever you give, it's going to be spent and I'll be sending you a picture of it. It's not going to go to anything, yes. but it directly. Uh, so th- I think that's uh, pretty cool. And I was going to say something before we, before yeah. we end, you, you can choose when we end, but I was going to yeah. say something that's been so impactful uh, for me to realize and see is, is over there while sharing the gospel one-on-one, yeah. um, maybe one, maybe with the family. Um, oftentimes you'll hear a family say, um, as I'm starting to share the gospel or something, uh, 
they'll declare their 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 denomination. They'll say on this or or on that, or you know, I'm Catholic mm-hmm. or on this. And I think many times they think that's gonna that, that's just gonna shut me down, or maybe that's maybe that's gonna you know. But the, the moment that I let them know I, I'm not here to to uh, change your course uh, as far mm-hmm. as your you know your your denomination per se. I'm not here to in the name of religion. I'm in here in the name of Jesus, and and I'm just here to to remind you that God loves you. And then, but the moment that they hear that, that I'm not yes. here to, because the, the, their hearts, I, I can almost literally see them open their heart, and so they want to hear more, you know, because mm-hmm. that front is off there. That this is not religion against religion. This is this is God has sent some. They call me Gringo all the time, so yeah, they, yeah. they send a Gringo all the way over that ocean just to remind you that he loves you that's it if that's yes. all i do then yes. I, I fulfilled the mission right there you know to remind you because there's someone called satan that tries to uh lie to these people all the time that god has left them god doesn't love them anymore and they need someone to remind them that he still loves them and so that's that's where the power comes from right there <laughs> yes yes no and that is so good and i think that's a a, a good place to stop and We'll definitely have to do this again. I yes. told David, since we're 25 minutes in, you oh. just see the, the passion in the heart. So I love it. I mean, this is good stuff. And we could just sit here and talk, you know, for hours about how, you know, God was able to use you and, you know, and Tyler and Will so many different ways. I know Jennifer goes, um, yes. but then just how we get ministered. I was blown away by the challenge when I went over there. It was like, oh my goodness, the Lord's just speaking directly, you know, to me as well. Um just yes. I mean it's amazing. Just you just have to experience it, you know, to really grasp it and understand. But um yes. uh I do appreciate you jumping on and joining. I know everybody that listens to this will thoroughly uh enjoy and be blessed um by it. But anything you want to say? Before um, we wrap I, it up, I, I would like to say, and this could have could have came at yeah. the very beginning, but 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 my wife that goes over there as many times, I, I believe we're going to do a, a marriage conference this year in Ecuador. Oh, nice. But but just the fact that she is with me in this ministry, she prays for me, she encourages yeah. me, she doesn't try, you know, she she tells me to pray, pray, make sure this yeah. is what God's telling you. But um, um, and then goes uh, with as, as as much as possible. I I just can't thank mm-hmm. her enough and thank God enough for that for her yes. and you, my, my brother Chris. Yeah. I appreciate this time. Okay, man, um, it was hard to stop that conversation right there, um, but we could have talked for hours. But you could uh, just hear the passion Pastor David has for. Uh, Ecuador, the people there, but just in general, just uh, the love he has for people. But hope everybody enjoyed listening and uh, we will talk soon. Thanks.